Welcome to the All Financial Hour podcast with Steve All. Now, Steve, we've seen a unique trend emerging in the stock markets lately. Volatility levels have been moving higher, even as indices hit new highs. So many investors are positioning for a further upside here. So I guess I really want to know, what are your thoughts about this? Do we just, you know, think the good times are going to keep rolling? But how do we also protect ourselves here? How are you positioning your clients? Well, I, I just look at it to the point for myself, we've had some pretty good returns over the last couple of years. And the question that I ask is, what are you doing to protect the gains? Scott and Susie came in. They wanted to sit down and talk. They've got a very nice nest egg. And they had to look at it and say, you know, we've had some great returns, but I'm, I have a fear with what's going on in this market here today. So we sit down and looked at their portfolio, and their portfolio was about an 80-20 because of the high rise of the equity portion of their portfolio, they had about 80% of their money in equities and only about 20% in fixed income. And when we asked the question up front, they were moderate to moderately aggressive investors. So they were a little high for what they needed to have. So, so we talked to them, do you guys want to continue this way or do you have a concern? And that's what Scott said. I've got a concern about this. I said, so let's talk about this. We have tools that we can use for bond replacements so that when interest rates rise and those bond values start to fall, we have a tool that cannot go down due to market volatility. Mm -hmm. It's got, a, it's got a, a little bit more liquidity issues than most fixed index annuities, but it does have the availability to do that. So we actually, when we sit down, they, they, they looked at it and said, no, I think a 60-40 would be greater. So they moved some of their exposure out of the equity market. They put it in to the bond or fixed, you know, bond fixed income or bond replacement portion of the portfolio. So that now when they have that downturn in the market, they're not going to feel it as much. And that's the part that I think is very important is if I'm if my, I have 100 percent of my money in equities and in 2000, I lost 30 to 40 percent of my money. And in 2007 to 2009, I lost 30 to 40 percent of my money. You know, they say insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Well, when we have a downturn in the market, we have to expect that we're going to take large losses then also. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't done anything to protect your gains, why don't you kind of be like Scott and Susie? Come in, sit down and talk with us. Let's figure out how to give you that added peace of mind that you're not going to experience a 2000 or a 2007 again. So, Steve, this so-called 4% rule for annual retirement withdrawals has been around for a long time, since the mid-1990s. Morningstar's Christine Benz believes that number has been misunderstood. Assumes you take out 4% of your balance in year one of retirement, and then you are inflation adjusting that dollar amount thereafter. I think sometimes people hear 4% and they think it means that we're saying to take 4% out in perpetuity. In reality, it assumes that you want a somewhat stable standard of living in retirement. So you're taking out that initial amount and then inflation adjusting that dollar amount thereafter. All right, so let me break this down to English here. So with inflation rearing its ugly head, Ben is saying now it's safe to withdraw at the 3.3% rate versus four. What do you think about this? I look at it when we start to look at income plans. I think there are three basic ways that we can build an income plan for you. Uh, the 4% rule, the only thing I would add to the 4% rule, I think you need a three-year buffer in there. 
Why? Because you might have a 2007, 2008, 2009 when you're having to take your income out of a highly depreciated asset. So I think we need to have a buffer in there. So if you take that 4% rule, add three years, that's one of the ways I look at it. I look at preferred dividend stocks. I think we can get around a four and a half to five percent return. If I have preferred dividend stocks, the value can go up and down, but usually, usually, mm-hmm. the, uh, the the dividend stays the same. And then the other one that I like to look at is if I can take part of my money, put it into a fixed indexed annuity with an income rider. And then it gives me that roll up in value. So I know I've got almost a guaranteed amount that I'm going to get, turn on that income four to five years in the future. And then that income will last for the rest of my life. So I believe you can you can do it any way you want. And I like to give clients the options of how you would prefer to get your income. These are the three options that I usually look at. And, and people, some people say, I want it in the market. Some people say, give me the dividend. Some people say, I want the fixed index annuity. I don't really care which one we use. I just want to make you happy when we're building that income plan. Because as Mel always puts it, there's only three important things in retirement. Mm -hmm. Income, income, and income. And the question that I have, do you have an income plan for when you retire? If you don't, let's sit down and talk. We'll build you one. Thanks for listening to the All Financial Hour podcast. Catch the full show Saturday at 7 a.m. on the voice of St. Louis, KMOX. Steve All is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. The All Financial Group, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and the All Financial Hour podcast are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and, when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Insurance license in the state of Missouri. Insurance license number 8039738.